so many things can be solved quickly when four or five minds and different layers of the organization focus on it together. You can know who yeah. should deal with that issue. You have the authority there in the in the vice president to say, yeah, can you take care of that? and Or can you guys work together and solve this and report back? And so there's no issue of, uh, well, how do I highlight this issue? And how do I bring the resources together to solve this issue? It's the quarterback has decided at that moment, this group will tackle this thing in this way, and that issue gets put, put to bed. This is Durable Value. Get investing and business insights from industry experts and successful entrepreneurs every week. Like and subscribe now. So today we're talking a little bit about Monday mornings at Grisada Partners and uh, what a Monday morning looks like and, and how we prepare our week. Mondays are tough. <laughs> I sort of feel like yes. I get work brain all week, and then I go into the weekend, and it takes a couple days for me to get out of work brain. And then Monday morning, it's work. Work. You come in, you're like, "Wait a minute! What? All right, what? What's the mission? Where am I? What is this place?" Um, but I, that's why I think it's important to talk about Monday mornings uh, at our office because we create structure around that, so people don't wander in and try to figure out what the mission is and where we're going and how we're going to collaborate. Uh, and we start that with uh, a framework that we've used pretty heavily in our organization, which is this book called Traction by Gino Wickman. Yeah. It's called The Entrepreneur Operating System. And the idea is that you create more uh, structure and predictability around how you run as an organization. And one of those out products is this idea of a level 10 meeting. So every Monday at 10 a.m., we have two depart- two sort of overarching departments, operations and finance. And they, they have a joint part, and then they break into their individual parts. And the VP of finance leads finance, and the VP of operations leads the operations part. But we start each week with an agenda. We start each week with a plan. Mm-hmm. And there's a set formula that you go through in that, uh, in that meeting. It brings issues to the table. And every single week, every Monday morning, there's cross-functional discussion about key issues and then discussion within departments about the most important initiatives for that week and how they're going to collaborate uh, to make those happen. So maybe let's talk a little bit about why those meetings are so effective. So one of the things that I particularly appreciate about the meetings, although it's a little bit of a downer, is the section called Issues. Yeah. We, we have a section dedicated every Monday morning to bringing up and talking about issues. And we try to start that, you know, or the, those leading the meeting, try to start that with a blank slate. So the idea is, what's an issue that you see right now? Rather yeah. than diving into issues that have been discussed before, those get addressed as well. But you start with a blank slate so that people are provoked to bring up things that, that are uh, challenges, things that need better coordination, better discussion. And the, that part of the meeting always ends up being a really edifying because at the end of the day, uh, we, we come away with a plan. We come away with steps that need to be taken to improve upon our operations. And productivity goes up. Yep. So many things can be solved quickly when four or five minds and different layers of the organization focus on it together. You can know who yeah. should deal with that issue. You have the authority there in the, in the vice president to say, yeah, can you take care of that? And, or can you guys work together and solve this and report back? And so there's no issue of, uh, well, how do I highlight this issue? And how do I bring the resources together to solve this issue? It's The quarterback has decided at that moment, this group will tackle this thing in this way, and that issue gets put put to bed. So yeah. that's a 
a wonderful thing. Yeah, I'd say another thing is uh, just the cross-pollination that occurs. Yeah. So the way we have it structured, the operations team meets, and then uh, the accounting team meets, and in between they have an overlap section where they're meeting together. Right. And what that allows is uh, issues to be brought up and also discussions to occur that involve the entire team so that people from different aspects of the business hear about uh, other aspects of the business. Yeah. We often talk about the idea of becoming better each week. Maybe an easy way to say this is becoming 1% better each week. The idea that in a year or two, you get 100% better. But yeah. um, also this leans to Jim Collins' idea of the flywheel. Like with each skill, the first time you do it, it's like, oh, mm, ah, that really hurt. And the next time it's like, okay. And the third, fourth, fifth, it starts to get fast. And increasingly it gets to, with almost every issue, it's, I've seen that one before, or we did that one before, or we solved that one before. Yeah. And uh, how can we improve our processes around this? How can we improve our process manual around this? How can we improve our workflow around this? And this yeah. Monday morning meeting promotes getting those flywheels turning faster and faster uh, and more easily. Yeah, and I would say when we first started, which was now years ago, <clears throat> the the issues part of the meeting was almost more crisis. It was crisis management. Like, we got this problem. Oh, yeah. We got this. What do we do? What do we do? And now as the organization matures and we have more process around what we do, it tends to be more focused on improving those processes versus reactive crisis mode. Well, Although a, not to say that doesn't happen, but you know, it's, it's less. But it's a process of discovery too. Yeah. In that when you, especially more early on, you'd solve one problem and you realize there's five problems below it you didn't even know about. Yeah. And as you keep digging and growing and finding those new yeah. problems and solving those new issues and then building the process around them, you know, as they say, putting out the fire and then setting a fire extinguisher next to that fire. So next time it pops up, it gets put out quickly. Uh, as you do that more and more, yeah. you, you, the severity and the magnitude of the issues starts to get very uh, much lower and much uh, more manageable. Yeah. I think another thing that those meetings reinforce is the flatness of the organization because everyone is in the room. Everyone has an equal voice. Uh, there, there's not really any hierarchy in the meeting except that one person runs the meeting right but other than that it does offer an opportunity for everyone to provide their input and there have been times where a you know an analyst level person or a very entry level person brings up issues that need to be addressed and that that haven't been talked about before and it it gives a a forum for people to feel comfortable i'd say another thing i appreciate about appreciate about the meeting is that um, we start with an icebreaker and that helps flatten the room. So an icebreaker is often a question and it might be a question that is off. Usually it's personal. Sometimes yeah. it's where do you like to go on the weekends? And other times it's what was one of the most challenging moments in your life? Yeah. And what that does is it, it uh, lowers the walls and it allows people to get to know each other on a more authentic level and it, it starts the meeting with um, humility and with uh, vulnerability yeah. that allows the rest of the meeting to flow even better. Yeah. They often hear people talk about the gift of vulnerability. But when we encourage vulnerability within our organization and 
teach that vulnerability is a strength. It promotes that positive, caring, and humble trait throughout the organization and mm-hmm. makes us more flexible and more, uh, I don't know, in, in a stronger position than if we were rigid and only putting out our, our marketed fronts, yeah. so to yeah. speak. Yeah. So today we have a lunch and learn. Uh, that's sort of an extension of the Monday morning meetings. Um, and we've done a few of those now, maybe four or five. Yeah. Uh, how well, how do you think those have gone? Yeah, I, I like the lunch and learns because there's a, there is a lot of institutional knowledge in our organization. And inevitably, that gets spread to just those that are immediately influenced by that person's area of expertise. And a lot of times, it's the, the rest of the organization isn't aware of that piece of knowledge. And so we've used lunch and learns as an opportunity. It's a voluntary time. People can show up if they want to. Yep. There's various topics. And those topics are around areas of our business or areas of our strategy or what we're doing. And it allows everyone an opportunity to have a, a better understanding, I guess, of the big picture or the pieces that go into that big picture. Yeah. Well, interestingly, today we're doing one called uh, where, where Have We Been and Where Are We Going? And part of that is... Given the size of the organization now uh, and the growth over the last year, there's a whole lot of people that don't even really know us. I mean, we're so used to having started this. It's like we know everyone really well and they know us. But uh, increasingly, it's it's yeah. uh, interesting for them to not know the story of what got to here and and then not to know where what's in our brains. But the real trick that we're trying to inspire is uh, to encourage them to write their story on this organization. And I think yeah. that's going to be our big takeaway at the end is to have have them think about how their story will make the group story uh, much better. But I think it'll be a great organization or conversation and a great chance for us to connect with the whole team and yeah. uh, for them to connect with each other. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, those Monday mornings starting the, the week right is something that we will always do as long as this organization is in existence because it, uh, it helps set the tone for the rest of the week. Yeah. Well, we just started this new thing, uh, cross-functional uh, job shadowing. Part of the inspiration there was, uh, I, I think it's Chick-fil-A that uh, has all of its executive, ma- all of its managers in corporate office work in the restaurants. And my wife worked for In-N-Out in HR for many years, and they were great at that too. Yeah. And, you know, we have properties in different geographies, and we are going to have people out at different properties. And when you're at a property sitting with a property manager for the full day, Number one, you get to know that person. Number two, there's like downtime and you start to walk the property. Maybe you meet some residents or meet some yeah. tenants or sit in the lobby and uh, get a sense of what this building is and what this neighborhood's like. And that collective knowledge uh, comes back to headquarters and makes the place stronger. And now when they're in a Monday morning meeting and an issue comes up, you know, someone can say, well, I was at that property two weeks ago and here's what I, we're really missing it on that. Or, hey, have you yeah. met this person? Like, they're incredible. And yeah. that those uh, networks, those bonds, uh, those little hooks strengthen the whole organization and allow the culture to you know, move out and also for us to see areas of opportunity and yeah. risks and bring those inside. Thank you for listening to Durable Value, an investor's podcast, where we demystify commercial real estate with safe, sound investment strategies to help you balance your portfolio. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. To learn more, visit grisadapartners.com, where you'll find more information, investors' tools, 
case studies, and more. This podcast is hosted by Joe Miratori and Ryan Suela. It's produced, edited, and mixed by Melodic, with intro music by Ian Post. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.